Are you leaving quitting as an option on the table? Are you leaving being a statistic as a viable option on the table? Are you leaving, oh, this may not work. I might just give up and throw in the towel as an option on the table. You can't be what I call half pregnant. But if you're already one foot out the door, if you're like, okay, well, I'm going to try this, but if it doesn't work, whatever, you're going to unconsciously find ways to validate those decisions and those behaviors. Then you wonder why you're going to fail. Come on now. What's going on, friends? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Dieting from the Inside Out. If you're new here, welcome to my show. My name is Jared Hamilton, and I'm so glad that you're here. This is a very different episode today. Um, it is a solo episode, um, but I, I could. There are these three things I was debating on talking about. Um, it's funny because I was like, okay, what do I want to talk about on this the solo episode? Because we've been doing a ton of guest episodes lately and I love those, but I also like to throw in a good amount of solo episodes because that's what you guys seem to resonate a lot with as well. And there are these three different concepts I was thinking about and I'm like, well, do I want to talk about this, this, or this? So I just said, fuck it. And we're going to talk about all three on this episode. So the only notes that I, <laughs> the only notes that I have is on this post-it note right here. If you're watching the video, uh, these are the, this, this post-it note I'm holding up is the only notes I have for today, just because with these three things. And we're just going to see kind of how this goes. So, um, and just see what, what kind of comes out and what comes through, um, and whatnot. And that's just, just cause I'm basing off of how I'm feeling. I'm like, you know what? I think I just should talk about all three of these. Um, who knows? Maybe they'll all kind of tie together, but, um, trust me, you're going to want to stick around for the whole thing. Cause I just have a feeling this is going to be really good. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong, but, um, before we get into to, to the big three, um, I do want to have a big thank you to the sponsors of the show. So let's go ahead and go through that real quick. Sponsor number one is flex pro meals because they keep me fed. I actually uh, need to go down in our basement and pull, we have a big deep freezer and I need to bring up uh, my next load of meals because I blew through my last ones. <laughs> um, the thing with flex pro guys, guys is, is it's just, it's the convenience factor. That's all it is, is if you can find a way to make your habits in a more convenient way, like happen, you're going to win. As long as it's sustainable and doable for your life, you're going to win. Cause that's, that's the ultimate game changer for so much of the success you're trying to have is, well, is it convenient and practical? And for most people, it, to be honest, it, most people live off convenience. So this is why having flex pro even just a handful of meals in your fridge, just on deck can be so helpful. Um, like even me, I don't have them every single, every single meal by any means. Um, I may have a meal a day, maybe. Um, it's really when I'm like either we didn't make food or I'm traveling or I'm out and about, or I don't have time to make it, make food or whatever the case is. Cause I know that's going to happen, right? Just like I'm sure it's going to happen in your life. Kids, soccer practice, um, dance, pick up or pick up line at school, taking your kid to dance practice, your work school overtime, the whole nine yards. Well, this is when you end up in drive-throughs getting food that, um, you know, once if you have, if you go through a drive-through two, three, four times a week, that can absolutely obliterate your results. Cause it makes it hard to to, to keep things in, in check, it can be more expensive because you can't go to freaking Wendy's anymore without spending like, like I, I know even I was at Chipotle recently and I went through, through Chipotle and my meal was $16 for like one meal, right? So it, not only is it costing you time, costing you your, your goals, but now it's even costing you more financially. So having something like FlexPro, that's going to be cheaper than any of that, any of those more convenient and in line for your goals. It just makes sense. So be sure and check them out. FlexProMeals.com or go hit the link in the description. But because we all like saving money, if you use my code Hamilton trained, it'll save you like 20% at checkout. Um, sponsor number two is first form big. Thank you to them because I guys, I just don't want your money going to the wrong places. Like one of my things that I hate to see the most is people either run into the grocery store, like Walmart or Costco or hop on Amazon. And they're like, which product 
is the cheapest and tastes the least like shit, like protein powder or whatever the case is. And the problem is, because of how unregulated the supplement industry is, it makes that really hard to get the quality that you need. I mean, the the fact that an insane amount of of the products that are on Walmart shelves right now or were on Walmart shelves got in trouble for for like inaccurate labels or amino spiking or all these other different things. And people, people were buying it. And these were reputable brands that had all these problems. Well, that's, that's the thing is you, you want to, in the world of supplements, you want to make sure you're getting the quality that you need. Like if it says 25 grams of protein, you want to make sure it's actually 25 grams of protein, not it says 25 grams and you're getting 13 grams. Then it makes you wonder what all the other shit is. Right. So with first form, it's, it's such a no brainer because I just love having the peace of mind, knowing that I can shop there. We can send our clients there and, uh, and they can get the right stuff that's safe. That's been tested. That's proven and all the whole nine yards. So, um, definitely check them out. Uh, there's a link below to, to see what they have going on, like on their site and, and, and whatnot. Um, and if you're not sure where to start with supplements, go watch my YouTube video that I'll have linked below on like where, like what I take, what we, our clients take and kind of where to get started with supplements. Cause that's the thing is they're not the end all be all. They're just to fill the gaps you are not getting with food. And with you for, you know, for most people, maybe you, um, most people struggle getting protein in without going over, going over on calories. Most people are not getting all the servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Most people feel like shit and they have no energy and like things like that, their inflammation is high. And well, and if you're not getting that help with food, we need to seek other options, like maybe supplements. So definitely check that out. But, uh, yeah, that's it for that section, uh, the sponsor section of the show. Let's get into the meat and potatoes, the, the, the whole, the actual, the actual sustenance of today's episode. Cause like I said, when it, I, I don't have hardly any notes for this, um, I have a list of three things I want to talk to you about. So we'll just see what kind of comes out. Cause I was thinking, honest to God, I was thinking about doing this in a, like three different solo episodes, but I, uh, I, I just feel like I should talk about them all right now. Um, so let's get into it. So right out of the gate, um, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a, a statement that may upset some of you and that's okay. Cause I'm not here to, I'm, I'm here to, to help you not just make you feel good. Cause chances are, if I just make you feel good, it's enabling your bad behavior. So, um, you're a statistic. If you are listening to this, you are absolutely a statistic. The, the like, I'll put it this way. If you're listening to this episode, you're this podcast, you're a statistic. If you have ever downloaded, um, a free workout plan, a guide, or like, let's say you just, uh, you, uh, let's say you just downloaded my big project 90, my free 90 day blueprint. If you haven't got that, you'll want to, I'll link that into the description as well. Um, like actually I told everyone that downloaded, I told them the same thing. I'm like, you all are a statistic as of right now, because here's the truth. Most free guides get downloaded and they live inside your inbox forever and never get opened, never get executed on. Most people who listen to a podcast like this, that is about, about getting better, becoming a better version of yourself, losing weight, improving your life, developing yourself, whatever. Most people listen to these kind of shows and then don't do anything with the content. Most people, uh, say all, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll follow the Instagram pages. They'll like follow all the health accounts. They're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do that. And then they don't. So you have to understand from the moment you hit play, from the moment you downloaded the guide, from the moment you, uh, you hit follow on that Instagram page with the best at-home workouts or whatever the case is, you're a statistic. You are the overwhelming populate, population who just do that stuff and don't do anything with it. So then the question is, how do you not become a statistic? And the answer is execute and get results. That's simple. 
But, but the question is, why aren't you though? Like, why do so many people, I mean, think about it. Like, of, of course there, there's a small handful of executors. Those of you that are listening to this, I mean, I would hope that I would hope my show pulls down a few more executors than, you know, like the, what, like say 3% of whatever, but let's say, let's say it's 10, let's say 10% of the people that listen to my show actually go and execute. Right. Um, it's one of those things where it, from the moment you started playing this, you're a statistic from the moment you downloaded that guide, you are a statistic and the overwhelming statistic is you don't do shit. <laughs> so the question is, are you going to be a statistic? Right? Like I, I remembered uh, when I got married um, from the moment I got married, uh, 50% of, of marriage, actually, I think it's over 50%. Actually, let me look real quick since we're just on the show. I think it's over 50% now. What? I'm just going to Google this percentage. If I can spell it's per- percentage of marriages and in div or so when I got married, it was like right at 50, I believe. Um, internet says, wow, my internet's being slow today. Um, yeah, right now, right now, right about 50%. So I knew for, whenever I got married, I had this thought cross my head. I'm like, am I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a statistic. I want to be the percentage that stays married. I want to have be the percentage that loves their life with their partner because there's, I put this chip on my shoulders. I will not become a, I will not become a statistic. So my question for you is, are you cool becoming a statistic? Like guys, I can tell you when we have people apply for coaching, I can tell within the first like three minutes if they're going, if they're going to make excuses, find reasons not to sign up, find reasons to go to, to make excuses, to not change their life, the whole nine yards. I mean, hell, I've given away so much free coaching over the last few years. And like, like there's, there's been, uh, there's like, there's, there's, uh, someone that, that just won, uh, I won't mention their name that when, uh, I think it was when it was coach Sadie came on board, we gave three different people full rides for our, our cornerstone coaching program, three people, literally that's like, oh, like that's so much like six months of coaching to three different people. It's crazy. And one of them just ghosted and quit showing up. Like literally like people were, would, so we actually filled that spot because it wasn't fair to everyone who entered. And then this person just falls off. Um, I've had people like, like, I'm like, Hey, let's, let's just, let me just, I'll just, you know, you're struggling. Let me just send you this. And then they would just like not do it because you have to understand though, because most people are, are oh, totally fine being a statistic. I remember when I started in business and I really took it seriously. I did not want to become part of the statistic of the vast majority of businesses that fail. That's crazy. Like, like in the world of business, uh, we'll look that up real quick. What percentage of it, it's overwhelming of businesses fail. I think it's in like the, uh, in the first like five years, but it's like, I want to say it's like 80, 90% of the, of most businesses just fail right out the gate. Um, and it's one of those things where I, I, I knew I put that chip on my shoulder and I said, I don't want to be a statistic. I do not want to be a statistic that tried this and failed and just, and it's, I guess they don't get me wrong. Failure is part of the process and getting, getting knocked down. But you know what I mean? I didn't want to become part of the statistic that stays down that like, Oh, well I did it and it never worked. But when it comes to this stuff, you're a statistic. The moment you hit play, the moment you downloaded that guide, the one thing, the only thing that makes you not a statistic is, is action and execution. Forget even getting results. I know I mentioned it earlier, but forget that because you you do realize if you put in action and execute, you will get result one or get results. One plus one is always two. It's the same thing here. If you 
execute ruthlessly and put in your due diligence and your action and your effort, you will always get results. Very rarely though, is it within your timing? Usually it's like, oh my gosh, I've been consistent for like three weeks. Why am I not shredded yet? And it's like, well, there's your problem. But, but, but you have to understand that the one thing that will make you not a statistic is ruthless action and showing up for yourself. And that's all that, that has to happen. That's what's crazy. It's so simple. It's so, I would, I don't, I mean, I don't want to say easy, but it's so simple. I would even, I would even argue it, it is easy. It's just easier not to do it, <laughs> which for some people makes it really hard. Making your beds easy. It's just easier not to do it. Working out's easy. It's just easier to not do it. Eating right's easy. It's just easier not to do it. Taking five minutes to do a journal session is easy as fuck. It's just easier than fuck to not do it. And the easier part is what makes it astronomically hard for a lot of people. Now, that's that. That's right out the gate. That's the the first thing I wanted to talk to you about is, is uh, your statistic right now. Listening to this, and if you're cool with being a statistic, awesome. But this show is not for statistics. This show, I, I do this show and do what I do because I want to help you and I want to change your life and I want you to to literally never be the same. Um, and it, it, it's one of those things where the only way for you to not be a statistic is, uh, is, is execute ruthlessly. And don't stop until you get the result you have. It blows me away how many people leave failure as a viable option on the table, leave quitting as a viable option on the table. Like I remember uh, in business uh, years ago, before business was in uh, a, a good place, um, it was when, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, like business was doing okay. But I had someone tell me, they said, um, they said, Jared, uh, it, it, they were getting political. And they're like, oh, Jared, if this person gets voted in office, your your business will shut down. They're like, if this person like gets in office, like, yeah, yeah, you're, you, you will lose everything and because they were scared. They were going to lose everything with their business. And I looked at them and I said, like, that's not even an option on my table. And guess what? That person did get voted in office and my business has never done better if we're being honest, but, but, but for them, they said, but like in my head, I, I looked at them and I'm thinking, are you leaving failure as an option? Are you leaving your business going under as a viable option on the table? Versus the way that I viewed it, I go, I'm not even leaving that as an option. Like I will do whatever it takes to work harder to make it happen. So I don't, I don't, it's not even an option on the table, but the part that that you have to audit is, are you leaving quitting as an option on the table? Are you leaving being a statistic words? Wow. Words are hard. Are you leaving being a statistic as a viable option on the table? Are you leaving like, oh, this may not work. I might just give up and throw in the towel as an option on the table. You can't be what I call half pregnant. Like with pregnancy, you either are pregnant or you're not. There's no like half pregnant. But if you're already one foot out the door, if you're like, okay, well, I'm going to try this, but if it doesn't work, whatever, you're going to unconsciously find ways to validate those decisions and those behaviors. Then you wonder why you're going to fail. Come on now. It's like, imagine if you like get into a marriage and your partner's like has one foot in, like always already bought, already picked up divorce papers in case it doesn't work. Their head is already over there. And you wonder why they don't put in the effort in your marriage. It's the same thing here. So many of you are okay with the outcome of that. You don't want, I always say there's a human or psychology teaches us that like, uh, that, um, that pain is the number one driver of human behavior, pain or, uh, or perception of pain, right? It's like, which one hurts worse? The problem is so many of you are so used to being in pain. It doesn't hurt as much anymore. Like it blows me away. Well, I'll be on a call with someone and they'll tell me, I'm like, why do you even want to get into coaching? Why do you even want to apply? Why do you even want to like do this? 
and they give the deepest shittiest like like it's a great answer but like it hurts like it's it's they're like oh it's for my kids my kids are following in my footsteps i'm not happy i've been struggling for decades my binge eating is uncontrollable um none of my clothes fit i'm a recluse i li- I, I literally look for excuses not to go out and have fun and enjoy my life because i hate everything about myself um it's uncontrollable it's affecting my mental health i can't enjoy my kids i can't get on the ground and play with my grandkids i'm going to die 10 years early and then the golden opportunity presents itself i'm like all right let's lock arms and do this. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, let me think about it. Like, cool. Like I'm never going to not tell some, I'm not going to convince you to coach, but, but in part of my head, I go, wait a second. You literally just told me your kids are following your footsteps. You literally just told me you're going to die 10 years early, which means your kids are going to die 10 years early because they're going to follow in mom's footsteps. And you literally just told me it's costing you the quality of your entire life. So like, maybe it's just me, but like, like the only other option doesn't seem it's going back to that. Right. So this is, but this is the thing is what it comes down to what hurts most for some people spending a little bit of money hurts worse than a lifetime of suffering. Right. Or it's uh, Kyle Cease always said, uh, in life, we can only, we, we can only measure what we'll lose. We can't measure what we'll gain. It's the same thing with this. And this is, don't get me wrong. This is not a coaching push. Uh, I'm just using it as, as an example, but most people though, leave going back to the way things were as an option on the table. Oh, if this doesn't work. It's fine. It's like, I, I don't know what world you live in, but that's not where I want to live. That's not what this show is for. I don't, I would hate to, I would hate for you to listen to this show for like a several years. And then you're in the same place three years, like three years. Like, like I would hate for you. I've been doing the show for like five years. I would hate for you to be in the same spot you were when episode one came out, but that's the, being the statistic. So my question is, are you okay being a statistic? If so, cool. Like I'll never understand that, but you do you, but I think it's important. We have to have this conversation that, that most people are a statistic and stay just absorbing the information and never execute on it. But the truth is you don't need more information. You need help executing. I'll be honest with you. 98% of the people who even get into coaching or download my free programs or whatever, they know what to do. The information is not the issue. It's the executing they suck at, which is why accountability helps, which is why a support system helps, which is why making sure the actions are sustainable for executing. The problem isn't information. The problem is executing. So that's, that's, that's the first point with this is, uh, you're a statistic. And the only way for you to not be a statistic is ruthless action and execution and not even leaving failure and not getting what you want as a option on the table. Okay. Next. So that was point number one. I feel like maybe I should have done a whole episode on that. (laughs) Uh, number two, there's one question I I need you to explain to me. There's one thing I need you to explain. Um, I did a whole email on this and it got a pretty good response. So I think I'm curious how it'll go here. Um, can you explain this one thing to me? This is the second thing I want to talk about. Can you logically explain to me how you create results for yourself? Because here's the thing, like, let's say you're going to the vast majority of you are going about this transformation game all on your own, right? Cause it's just not practical to think like, like we, like we can't coach thousands of people at once, um, or whatever the case is. So, but, but so let's say you're listening to this and going about this game of trying to lose weight, keep it off, change your life, whatever. Um, can you explain to me logically how you're going to make that happen? Here's the reason why I say this. If you can't just ex- like tell me how you're going to do it, how do you expect to actually do it in real life? 
Like, like here's the way that I view it. I'm at, like, I'm a coach, right? That's what I do for a living. I built an entire coaching company at scale, right? So like, I've been doing this for a while, but imagine this, let's say you're interested in coaching, but I couldn't explain to you how we make results happen. I'm like, yeah, we kind of do this thing. And then this other thing. And then we just kind of base it on what's going on. And then we kind of make changes from there. Like, how do you, do you feel like you could execute that plan? Well, probably not. Right. So does it not make sense? Like if I'm a coach, right? Like I coach people, my team coaches people, we should be able to logically explain to you our process to make results happen. Right. That just makes sense. Like logically. So my question is, if you're going about this on your own, can you explain logically how you make results happen? Like you're here, you want to get over there and stay over there. So can you explain to me how you're going to do that? Because if you can't, how the fuck do you plan on getting your actions in check? This explains so many issues. If you can't explain logically, hey, here's how I'm going to make this happen. Your actions are not going to be there. Right? If you're, it's like, think of a business plan. You're going to the bank to get a loan for your business and they want to see a business plan. You're like, no, I'm just going to make it happen. They're not going to give you the loan. They're like, if you can't explain to me how you're going to become profitable, I'm not going to give you money. Right? It's the same thing here. But most of you, most people that are struggling, probably the most of you that are listening to this are just like winging it. You're like, oh, I'm just going to like do all the shit I see online and throw it to the wall and see what sticks. I'm going to do this workout plan here and hope for the best. I'm going to follow this crazy diet and hope for the best. I'm going to do this, whatever, take these supplements. I'm going to do this thing and hope for the best. I'm like, yeah. And then you wonder why within like two weeks you fall off. You wonder why you may lose a bunch of weight. Then you'll gain it back the next month. So please hear me when I say this. If you cannot logically explain to me how you're going to get from here to here and stay there, your actions are not going to follow through. So let me give you an example because I let my brain works in examples. If you said, let's, let's reverse roles. If you said, Jared, how do you create results with your clients? You work with hundreds of people. Like you work with hundred, you've worked with hundreds of people for years at a time. How do you create results of someone with anyone who comes into your coaching program? I go, that's a great question. Here's how I would answer that. I would say right out the gate, you're not ready to lose weight yet. We got to fix the foundation first. You haven't earned the right to lose weight. Because I know if you're coming in, you've probably binge it. You probably emotionally, your, your metabolism's probably fucked. You probably have dec- years or even decades of conditioning around failure. So I know that you're probably not ready to lose weight yet. But that's what most coaches do. Most coaches go, yo, so you into a calorie deficit and do this restrictive diet. And then it's no wonder when they leave, your results go with them. So if you said, Jared, how do you create results? I go, well, right out of the gate, we have, we're going to fix your, your foundation first. We're going to stop binge eating first. We're going to fix your emotional eating first. We're going to stop the unconscious sabotage pattern that happens all the time. So now you'll actually be able to keep the weight off. Then we're on, on top of it, going to fix your consistency and discipline. So you don't have to work as hard. Then we're also going to fix your entire relationship with food. So there's no guilt, remorse or anything like that. And then to make it even easier, we're going to fix your metabolism. That way you don't have to starve yourself when it is time to lose weight. We'll just call that stage one. We'll say dieting. We'll, we'll call that diet from the inside out. We'll call that stage one. Okay. Now that we did that, now you've earned your golden ticket to go into the weight loss stage. Because even so now when we're going into weight loss and now it's like, okay, now that we fix that, we're going to go into to the stage. We'll call it, we'll call it the boring work stage. Now we can actually focus on fat loss. This is where we're going to have inches come off. This is where the scale is going to start to move. This is where your clothes are going to fit. This is where your like hairdresser is going to be like, Hey, what are you, what are you doing? You look different every time I cut your hair. So like, what, what are you doing? 
but we're going to do it all in a way where we're you're in the smallest calorie deficit possible. So that way you're losing weight without having to starve yourself. We're doing it while eating your favorite foods every single day. That way there's no binge eating, no guilt, no deprivation where your favorite foods are actually part of your plan. We're going to have you exercise and train in the least uh, the, 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 the least amount possible to create the, the results that you want. And we're going to optimize all of this stuff around your life and what's doable and practical and sustainable. It's not that big of a deal versus the other way around where you bend your life inside out and sideways for fitness. Okay. But so we're going to create all get all that stuff to happen, but without low calorie diets, diets with their own name, without starving and without sabotage. You follow me so far? Then because the way that we do this, this is just the way we do things. Then we need to go into, we'll call it stage three. We'll call it the mastery stage. This is where your exit strategy comes in place because I, I'm just going to make an assumption. I'm assuming you want to keep the weight off forever. I'm going to, I'm going to assume that you don't want to like diet forever. <laughs> um, so now that we fix your foundation, then we went through that stage two where we lost the weight in the most chill way possible. Now it's time for your exit strategy stage three. This is where we're going to come out of your diet, come out of your deficit, where now you're going to go throughout life with your newfound results without doing another diet, without being always scared of carbs or calories or anything like that, with being on a very maintenance level of everything, maintenance level with your nutrition, maintenance level with your training, maintenance level with all that stuff. Because when I say maintenance level, I'm meaning the bare minimum amount to keep your success right? It's, we don't need to be as intensive as like, you know, when it comes to like the normal fat loss stage, you know, you like, that's why we're not going to be counting calories forever or tracking whatever forever, anything like that. So in the stage three is where with, with our clients, we work, we start to move out of the picture. This is where you would quote unquote graduate, where you can go through life with your newfound results without ever having to worry about anything where you're totally free from food. You're totally free from diet culture. You're totally free from, I'll be honest yourself. So that's how we create results. But do you see how like, and here's the thing, again, this is not like a coaching pitch. I'm just giving you an example. Do you see how logical that was? Like, was that not like relatively easy to follow? But then it also makes sense. You go, huh, yeah, I guess like I shouldn't just jump into fat loss if I got all that other bullshit going on. So I should probably fix that. Then we're going to lose the weight in a sustainable way, like he said. And then, yeah, an exit strategy. Like that makes sense. So my question, or my thing is this, if you cannot do that, to your own, if you, you cannot, if I say, how do you create results and you cannot give me an answer similar to that? I'm not saying like mine, but uh, if you cannot give me an answer that's similar, like a, a, a systematic, logical sounding approach, like, yep, we're going to go here and then do this and do this and do some of that stuff and do this and that, whatever. We've got big problems because if, again, if you can't logically explain it, you're not going to execute it. Otherwise, that would be like expecting a child to run before they can walk or crawl. Well, like, hang on, you have to be able to walk. I'm sorry, you have to be able to crawl, then walk, then you're allowed to, then, then running mechanics work. But if you can't explain it in the word stage, how the fuck do you plan on making your actions it work in the action stage? It won't. This is where you'll feel chaotic, feel panicked, feel uncertain as fuck. And you're just like running around being the chaotic weight loss dieter. Who's like, I'm trying this and this and this and this and this. And then all of a sudden you get frustrated and you go, why have I dieted for the last five years, 10 years, and I have nothing to show for it? That's the problem. And here's the really hard truth. You only have so much of that in your system because every time you like lose weight, gain it back, lose weight, gain it back, 
not only does it fuck up your metabolism, that's proven that it makes it harder on your metabolism every time you like play this yo-yo game. But then I, cause you guys know, like it's the podcast is dieting from the inside out. So you guys know, like psychology is like my jam. Well, every time you do that, you're actually ingraining on a neurological level in like a neuropathway level, failure, yo-yo dieting and struggle every time. Like you guys know, like repetition is what like builds muscle and builds like it's a level of consistency for the, all the good stuff. Like if you practice guitar every single day, you're going to get better at guitar every single day. It's the same thing the other way. Every time you yo-yo and try, fail, try, fail, try, fail, lose, lose some weight, gain more back, lose weight, gain more back. It's like practicing guitar, but the other way you're getting really good at failing. You're getting really good at gaining your weight back. You're getting really good at struggle. You're getting really good at never getting to where you want to be. Because, the, because once you do so much of that, for those of you that have struggled for years, you'll, you'll resonate with this because on a really weird level, deep, deep, deep down, if you struggled for years, that feels kind of like home. It's kind of safe feeling. And the thought of losing weight and keeping it off forever is terrifying because you've never been there. I'm telling you, this is the hard thing about, con- about, uh, conditioning is even if, cause your brain is only about self-preservation. It doesn't care about your happiness. So even if it hurts, even if like you hate your life, you don't fit in your clothes, you don't, you hate the way you feel you're going to die early, the whole nine yards, you can't play with your grandkids, even though that sucks the way your brain works. It's like, yeah, but it strangely feels like home. And at least it's predictable. The thought of like losing weight, keeping it off, feeling deserving, worthy, and happy in my own skin and living a long time. Holy shit. That's scary as hell, but that's just how psychology works. That's why you want to stay trapped over there. So again, if you cannot tell me logically or explain to me how you create results for yourself, you're not going to, I'm just going to be honest with you. So that's how we change this. Now, if you want help with that, if you're like, I have no idea how to even remotely start with that. Uh, and whatever you said sounded really good. Just shoot me a message. We, we still have some spots open, um, for coaching right now. Um, so if you're like, you know what, what you said sounds way better than what I was thinking. Um, I'd like to see what coaching looks like. There's a link in the description where you can apply for coaching with me and my team. Um, and we'll go from there. We have to make sure you're a good fit those things. But again, this is not a coaching push, but I just felt like I should say that. Um, so that's, that's, that was the second point in this episode. Okay. So, so far we're two, we're two in, we are, uh, we are the, the side of your statistic <laughs> talked about that. We talked about the one question you have to be able to ask yourself. You have to, or can you explain the, the one question is, can you explain this to me? Can you explain how you create results? And then number three, this is the big one or not the big one. They, they're all big. Um, faster is not always better. So excuse me. Um, I, I did an email on this as well and it just hit like everyone's like, Oh my gosh, game changer. So a lot of times if something in like my, on my, in email works really well, I, I like to talk about it on the show because I can just elaborate more. Um, and if you're not on my email list, like you, you will want to be like, I promise it's not a pitch fest. It's not like spamming or selling your shit. It's just a different medium. I give higher level content to, especially if you like to read versus watch or listen. So, um, you have to understand faster is not always better for weight loss. That's the, the third point. Um, let me give you an example. Uh, imagine you're going to the grocery store. Imagine, you know, you're at your home right now and you need to get to Walmart, right? So for example, in my, in my neck of the woods, I can be at Walmart in 12 minutes, right? I can be at our nearest Walmart in like 12 minutes. Well, I also currently drive a Camaro. So I drive a sports car. Well, what's the fastest way for me to get to the grocery store? 
Well, my Camaro goes like, I don't know, like 170 or something like that. Well, if it takes me 12 minutes going 30 miles an hour to get to the grocery store, um, imagine if I went hundred miles an hour. Well, I'd get there like that. But would I though? On paper, yeah, because 100 miles an hour is faster than 30. But what would happen if I went 100 miles an hour to the grocery store? Um, there's construction going on. I have to cross two two lanes of highway. Um, I have to go th- through a few more lights. Um, there's always a school bus around. Like you, you see where I'm getting with this. So if I went 100 miles an hour on paper, it sounds like a good idea. But what would happen in practicality? I would get pulled over. I would run over, get into a bunch of car accidents, and I'd probably run over kids, and I'd probably hit a few construction workers. So, would it actually be faster? Well, well, no, not in practicality. You have to understand this. On paper, it always seems like faster is better, but in practicality, it never is. Here's another one for you. Um, imagine you want to make the world's best birthday cake, okay? And the instructions call for 400 degrees. Bake bake this cake for 400 degrees for 40 minutes. Well, you want your cake faster than that. So what if you just double the heat and drop the time in half? If the if the instructions say, if the instructions call for bake at 400 degrees for 40 minutes, can you ramp the heat up to 800 degrees for 20 minutes and get the same outcome? Well, of course not, right? That would be a, you'd probably have a cake that's burned as fuck on the outside and raw as fuck on the inside, right? I'm, you know, like, um, just, it wouldn't turn out. So but it makes sense on paper, right? It makes sense to go, wait, if the birthday cake recipe calls for 400 degrees at 40 minutes, I can totally ramp the heat up to 800 and drop it to 20 minutes and I'll have the same result. But in practicality, it doesn't work like that. Just like if my car, if the speed limit is 30 miles an hour and I want to get to the grocery store faster, me going hundred miles an hour on paper makes sense. But in practicality, it would take me longer because I would get thrown in jail. I'd run over people and get in car accidents and get speeding tickets right? So what's the fastest way to bake a cake? Follow the recipe. What's the fastest way to get to the grocery store? Follow the rules of the road. So it's the same thing for you here in weight loss. Most people, they'll, they'll drop a little bit of calories. They'll do a workout or two and they'll see some progress and they go, more is better. Faster is better. More is faster. Well, you're that means you're getting greedy with your progress, right? So it makes, it makes sense on paper to go, wait, I cut out a couple hundred calories. I lost weight. Maybe I should cut out a thousand calories. Maybe I should fast for a couple days at a time. Maybe if I did, if I started, I started working out a couple days a week and I lost weight and I feel better. Maybe I should work out every single day. The problem is on paper, it makes sense, but in practicality, it doesn't because every time you try to do whatever that thing is, like you try to speed it up, you're doubling your, your, your heat and dropping the time on the cake. You're speeding up and now you're getting pulled over by a cop or getting in a car accident. Like with that example, faster is not always better. Rarely is faster, better, right? Imagine if you're pregnant and we all know it takes nine months to have a baby, give or take. But imagine if the doctor said, Hey, I have this new shot I can give you. And it happens in three months. You wouldn't take it right. Even though you're like, Oh, I'd love to, but you're like, nah, I'd fuck up the baby. There's gotta be some negative side effects. Faster is never better rarely is it better because it's always at the expense of something you never get faster and without the, at the expense of something. So I want you to remember next time you're thinking about like, Oh, I want to speed this up. I want to get results faster. I want to, Oh, I should be able, I can just cut some corners here. I can just do some extra cardio. I can just slash my calories again, or I can just, you know, I don't have to eat tonight. No, what you're doing is like the birthday cake or like going to the store and you're just trying to speed it up. You're going to ruin it all. 
and it's what's going to take you longer than ever. Um, and that's just how that goes. So, um, don't be so quick to try to, to try to speed it up because I promise speeding up is, is going to slow you down in the long run because you have to understand just because it makes sense on paper doesn't mean it's actually going to work in practicality. Otherwise, you would be able to go 100 miles an hour everywhere you go with no repercussions, or you'd be able to double the heat and drop the time in half on that birthday cake, and you'd have the exact same product, but that's not how it works. So that is it, guys. That is it for today's episode. Uh, what we got? Around 35 minutes? Not bad. I was actually surprised I didn't go over a little bit, but those are the three things. I, I really hope this episode hit home. I hope it resonated. I hope it helped you because um, those are the three things. To recap, it was um, you're a statistic, and the only thing that makes you a statistic is ruthless action. Okay. Number two was, can you explain to me how you create results for yourself and keep them? Because if you cannot logically explain to me how to do that, you're not going to do that. Just, just being honest. And number three, faster is not always better for weight loss. Rarely is it better in the fat. And if you trying to speed things up is actually slowing you down in the fastest way is just follow the rules of the road or follow the instructions, which is slow and steady and monotonous. And that's how to make it happen. So that is it for today's, today's episode, guys. I really appreciate you listening in uh, and being here. It means a ton to me. The support has never gone unnoticed. Thank you so much for being here. Um, if you haven't already, be sure, ace or number one, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you're listening to it on. Um, if you have not checked out the podcast site, do so. It's dietingfromtheinsideout.com. We have so much there for you. We have the video of the episode. We have the transcription of the episode in a blog format. We have the show notes there. Um, and we have access to all the plat- every platform that you can find this on. And any resource I talk about in the show is right there for you as well. So definitely go check out dietingfromtheinsideout.com. Um, it's, I'm super happy with it. The, uh, my, uh, the pe- uh, my guy David and his team is incredible with how they got that together. Um, now, also, a few other resources, especially if you're newer. If you're newer here and you're like, I don't even know where to start. I like the way this sounds, but I don't even know where to get started. And this was like drinking out of a fire hose. So I want you to go through my free course. I have, for this reason, a free five-day email course. Um, it's called the Fat Loss Checklist. It'll just hit every day, one, two, three, four, five in a row. Um, and it's going to make make this game of fat loss and transformation so simple, so um, doable. And you're going to go, where has this been my whole life? So it's totally free. It's in the description. Um, second thing I want you to do, if you are not part of my fat loss simplified community, you will want to join that so fast because here's the thing. You need a home base. If you do not have a home base where you can go to, to ground yourself, to get supported, to get loved on, to get accountability and to be around people who have what you want and who are in the process of getting what you want, you are missing out. So many of your problems go away getting around the right group of people. Law of association works with kids. You know, if you hang around, if you take your kid, put them around bad kids, your kid will turn into a bad kid. He doesn't change them. It's the same thing here with you. If you stay around stuck people who don't have the results you want, who are struggling, who do trendy diets, who are, are not the, who do not live the life you want, you're going to become just like them. So get around the right kind of people and your life will change unconsciously. And I have cultivated that in a group called Fat Loss Simplified. It's totally free. It's in Facebook because you, so you already probably have an account. Um, go join that. And if you like this kind of content, you'll love what I put in there. And then uh, if you're not following me on the other socials, like those are there too, like Instagram and TikTok and whatnot. Um, the all episodes are on YouTube. So if you would rather watch your podcast versus listen to it, um, go subscribe to the YouTube. I have a bunch of other content there as well. And then, uh, if you're like, man, I really, I would like to have higher level help with this. Um, especially like if, if what I said resonated with like how we create results, because every, everyone creates results differently. Um, if you like kind of the vibe of how we do things and like how I do things, 
um, and you want to apply for coaching, I'll have a special link um, below that will take you straight to the front of the line when it comes to the uh, people applying for coaching because you're coming from the podcast. And if you get accepted, you're getting a bunch of free stuff as well. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Otherwise, I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I will see you next week because we drop episodes every single week. I love you and I'll talk soon.